Hello and welcome to the Safing Podcast, the place where you can have a deeper look behind the scenes of a privacy company. So this week was exciting. We had our first code audit and I sat down with Daniel, our CTO, to talk about that process and also first results from that. It's a nice topic and especially exciting as next week will already be, our Kickstarter will already be out and I'm very looking forward to that. But <laughs> let's jump into today's topic and we'll always, if you like, check out our Reddit and participate in the conversation there. And let's jump in. Welcome, Daniel. Welcome back to the podcast. Well, hello there. It's nice so, to be back. Absolutely. So you're our CTO. And I'd also describe you as the brain behind the SPN. Mm -hmm. Do you want to maybe introduce yourself for new listeners? Um, yeah, real quick. So, hi, I'm Daniel. I am the CTO and co-founder of Safing. Currently, I am in the role of the lead developer of SPN and all the stuff that comes with it. Yeah, you're full into that um into developing the spn now it's the release is dawning i'd say it is definitely faster than than i'd like to but well <laughs> that's the story of a startup yeah i guess so there's a lot of things coming in between one of them which is kind of it's essential and i wouldn't say it's a distraction it's actually an essential part but we're talking about the code review today mm -hmm. So would you let, maybe like to talk about who, who is doing the code review and who they are? Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll start off with um, maybe a more basic question is why do we even do a code review? That's um, a good one as well, yeah, let's dive into that. So um, if, if you're not into programming, um, one thing that happens a lot when you when you write code is that you make errors and stuff um, doesn't do what you expect it to do. That's what co what's called a bug. And you do code reviews to have someone else look at your code and verify that it actually does what you think it does. And then taking this one step further, um, with SDSPN we have a module that does all the cryptography, so all the encryption and security. And this is a very critical part of all of it. And especially with cryptography, which is a very, very hard um, thing to get right, it is essential yeah. to have someone look over all that code and verify that it actually does what it needs to and provides the security that we expect. Definitely. It's it's a big thing having somebody else and especially these experts looking over the code and verifying or finding maybe errors or things we didn't think about. Um, I just quickly wanted to also to explain the SPN is the Safing Privacy Network. It's the... Uh, as the name says, it says a privacy network we're building. We'll be launching that up in April and you will be able to look at the Kickstarter of it pretty soon. So just wanted to explain that. 
And when when we talk about the SPN, like you, you explained there are different modules and the cryptography is at the very core. So how many different modules does the SPN have? Well, um, there are a couple of them. Um, most of all of around networking and how servers get to know other servers and how all the management um, is done. But there are a couple of modules at the very core. Um, and one of them is all the cryptography that makes sure that the information you send across our privacy network actually is private and cannot be um, taken out by an attacker to see what you're doing or who you are. So that the cryptography cannot be broken or reverted in some way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so what's so so the SPN takes a connection and then it encrypts it and then it sends it out and that like the encryption itself that is what this audit is all about. Yes, so it's about um, like what algorithms we use, how we combine them, and then how does all the key management work? How this the how is the connection established in the sense that um, it can be um, intercepted, how um, do we provide post-compromise security, so kind of like in simple words, to some extent the self-healing connection. Um, so this is, all of this is part of this um, cryptograph cryptography library that we we built for SPN. Um, also, um, is is specifically tailored to our needs and um, is integral to um, the success of SPN. Yeah, it's it's definitely an integral part. If you take Proton Mail as an example, like the privacy-oriented email service, if they're encryption wouldn't work it wouldn't be a privacy service anymore so it's like yeah. it stands and falls with that module it really does so who are who are the people who are reviewing that that module then so the the company um we are doing this with is called cure 53 they are based in berlin and they've We've chosen them because they've done some really cool stuff in also the open source um, world where they take um, critical parts of software and, and review them and they publish that review. And I just liked how they, they go about that and how they contribute to the community. And also they have proven themselves with that to be very competent in that sector. And yeah. that's why we, um, from the beginning, wanted to work with them and have them on board with us to verify our cryptography. It's actually amazing looking at their homepage, which I'll leave in the show notes, to see w with which projects they've worked on, like OpenPGP, Curl, a Mozilla module, Mulvad, Bitwarden, and the list goes on. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I love how they how they evolve themselves into um, projects that we also love. 
think they're a really good match for us. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you have to do to um, prepare for this audit? Um, so the main task that I had is, of course, like finishing the, the code itself, but it also providing the documentation so that the auditor could then jump in and understand what I'm trying to achieve. So understanding the goal of this to be able to um, check if what I have coded actually matches what we're trying to achieve in that sense. If you say what you're trying to achieve, it sounds a bit uncertain. Well, now we, we, I can most certainly say that, that um, from the preliminary results that are in already, I can say that we have achieved that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it just sounds like you're um, not an expert trying to do something, but I know from your history and from your work that you're really good at what you do. But of course, if you bring, bring in experts as Cure53, it's still nice getting a verification, yeah. so to speak. Well, it is important to note that I'm not an expert on the on cryptography. Well, I, th I had um, classes on cryptography, I read books about implementing cryptography correctly, but yeah. still that doesn't make me a cryptographer. Um, so I, I know things, but still I don't know all the details and um, that's why it was so important to have someone to go with. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, you're definitely more the expert in when it comes to networks and security and all that stuff, but cryptography is, as you said, it's a whole space, whole realm with, yeah, one can lose it oneself into it a lot more. Yeah, yeah, it, it's huge and there would be a lot of expertise to, to get into that. Yeah. We we scheduled didn't we schedule this audit already back in September or was it even before in the summer? Well we, we started um the conversation I think begin beginning of summer of two thousand and um, yeah. 19 yeah. and then we hoped for doing it earlier but um, with all the delays we had also with the funding um, that we received and other stuff we now um, the earliest we could do and they could do was was January yeah, it was a a lot happened since then. <laughs> and yeah, that, that is true. That is, true. That is yeah. yeah. Um, and on their part, is it are they kind of flexible when when we had to reschedule that? And that? I wasn't involved in that process, so. So as soon as I was, um, I was nearing an end on the development. I got in contact with them and. They were like, okay, this is the earliest we could do. And I was like, sure, I'll take that. And then it turned out that I actually needed that, that time anyway. So um, we didn't have to reschedule. That's good. Um, yeah. But especially like in, in this week now, where the, the audit took place, 
Um, that was a really good um, good time working together with them. So we already contacted them, them early summer and said an audit will come up. And then as you completed the module or came to an end, you then specified it with them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, I, I already saw it, obviously, but on Monday I'll start it off. Um, how did the preparations go for you then? Like getting everything ready, as you said, the code and the documentation. So um, I was a bit late on scheduling, so um, I've been working on the weekend to finish up all the details and have it ready for Monday morning. And then um, the auditor, Nadine, then we did took off and started out with that. And then we had a kickoff meeting where we could um, like clarify all things. Um, that was really cool. And then um, something unexpected happened, um, I think also for him. Um, so I, I drew these, these nice diagrams about how this system um, works as the product club works for establishing a secure mm-hmm. connection. And he took that and we, during the kickoff meeting, modeled this um, this protocol in a software called Verifpal. And Verifpal is a software that Nadine himself created or is in the process of creating. And what the software do is, does is really amazing. It takes the protocol definition and tries to, to break it. So in the sense of it's running a formal verification checking every possibility if the protocol holds up to what is expected. And normally you take um, hours of hours, um, days, to go through it manually and, and check every possibility you can think of. But now you have a software that goes through and doesn't miss anything. So that's a really nice way to verify that um, that the protocol works and is, is correct on the concept side. And that was, I think, both amazing, amazing for him as for me to have a formal verification that was done in such a short time span. And the, this, his program, Verifpal, then actually found something that um, we didn't expect. And that was really cool to see that it worked and found a very interesting case um, that we hadn't anticipated and that we can now look out for. And when when you speak of protocols, which protocol do you mean? Like in cryptography or the SPN protocol, which which the network so traffic? The, or? the protocol I'm speaking now of is within cryptography, just how... Um, a client and a server exchange um, cryptographic objects to establish a secure connection. So it is going to be run over network, but it's, it's just like a, a kind of a handbook how a client and a server should, when they should exchange what bits of 
bits and bytes of, of cryptographic objects um, to establish that um, security. Is it like a handshake one example of that? or is it For example, yeah. So okay. the, it is kind of a handshake protocol, yeah. That's a, a very description. Yeah, but that that project of his sounds exciting. It's it nice really, when it really <laughs> is when the computers do the work and it, yeah. And the, yeah. And so you can only verify it if something is broken. Like if everything is green, one might be a bit suspect. <laughs> well, not necessarily, but um, it is it is great to see that um, for one part it is automated in a sense human error is minimized and for the I guess it's found something so some part of it um, worked uh, and I really believe that all delivered so <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think he's done an awesome job with VerifPal and the really cool thing is that the the model definitions the definitions um, will will be part of the reports and our commitment to the repository so everyone can can check if the model matches the code and then run verifpal on the code and actually go and rerun the full verification protocol and everyone can then um, with a lot less hassle go through the verification process again and that's amazing to have so that, that amount of transparency and So you can just rerun the tests then? Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and so so that that was that what he was tweeting about? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that was what he was thinking about that we were able to um, model the first protocol, um, the first tangent protocol within the kickoff meeting without me having any idea where I was. Well, I, I didn't have some idea. Interestingly, um, I think today I found, I found a backlog to do item in, in our part of item two that literally was named check on the earth pile. So I, I found that software some time ago. I just tucked it into a product management system to look at it later. And yeah. um, that was really funny to, to find that in, in the logs <laughs> and, and see that we've actually done that right now, not only checked out, but we used Verifality to verify the, the handshake protocol. Mm -hmm. that, that's amazing. That's really cool. So when, when this huge chunk of work already happened on Monday by this automated system, well, that's this one part. It, it, yeah. Well, it, I wanted to ask what is what is the rest of the part? Uh, it's, it speeds up the formal verification part, but the code review is much more than that. It is um, going through all the um, the implementation, so checking if the code has any errors, um, then checking if if the concept holds up if. Okay. Like how we combine different algorithms together, if that works out, if the algorithm we use um, themselves are okay, and how we use them is okay. So 
um, what I've learned already is is to switch out one of the algorithms um, in use um, because there there was a better one available and I just didn't know like how they compare um, and and the other one was much better but that's why we we do the audit to to have someone else look over it and tell us that there's a better way to do that. Okay, so Nadim referred you uh, the better algorithm in that case. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So there's a lot of aspects to to the audit. I was kind of excited when you shared the results of what, uh, how many megabits per second are possible. Yeah, that, that was just a, a preliminary um, result. It's just like a local benchmark of what will, what will be um, achievable somewhat. And, and benchmarks are really difficult because you, you can never measure exactly what will be the performance in the blue world. So yeah, th there was just an internal like I'm a, I just want to know what it spits out, but I'm really looking forward to see how it performs under the world um, uh, situations. Okay, so, yeah. Since it's only a local one, I don't think we should talk about it too much. So <laughs> we'll 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 let let you all know when it's out in the wild and performs in the wild. Yeah, because... we'll, we'll share metrics then. Yeah. <laughs> The lab tests are just that. It's a lab test. Yeah. yeah. It's just to and see to see if it performs really poorly in the lab. It's not going to get get better. So, it was just for verifying um, if it doesn't suck. Yeah. And the case is no. So <laughs> one can do it that way as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then yeah, it it'll be fun letting the beast into the wild. Um, but one one thing I really like about this is you said Nadim suggested a different algorithm and you just switched it out. And as I remember, I think one or two years ago, we talked about this and you were talking about how you wanted to build the SPN algorithm module, mm -hmm. or cryptographic module, so you can change um, the cryptography. So, so to speak, if quantum computing ever becomes a thing, you can upgrade the cryptography to then also supports post-quantum cryptography. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But um, or already prepare the current current information to be very strong to break for a, a potential mm -hmm. quantum computer. Mm -hmm. Well, yes and no. So um, the that that part wasn't yet finalized. How how this is going to work and okay. um, Nadim confirmed my suspicion that having the user um, be able to to configure algorithms by himself is a really bad idea and so the user will only be able to use algorithms that we approve of so we'll have to um, if we want to change something we will work something out, do benchmark all stuff, check what works best for us, then let that um, be checked by an expert like Nadine. And yeah. then if 
if everything gets a green light, then we'll release kind of a new um, a new version that will be able then to do that. So um, you can just like switch it up like that. Um, but it's yep. it's low it's low work it's low effort and we can quickly adapt and that's the important part. Okay, so it's. Yeah, it's it's like for us we can add a different option in a rather quick time, but we don't yeah. want the user to be left on his own or her own in the sense of yeah, maybe they would put in uh MD no, no not MD5. What is it, this old one? Yeah, yeah MD5 is really is it? Yeah. okay. But we, we don't even support that. So yeah. You will support no, that? No, we, we, we do we, not. Yeah, we yeah do, and that's what I expected because it's that, yeah. so, yeah. so... No, no, there, there's, there's no need for that mm -hmm. in any way. Yeah. So the rest of the audit was, as you said, looking into the code, looking how the different module or like code, how it ties together and all that stuff. And are you done now by the end of the week or...? Well, the, the audit itself has concluded. Um, the report is currently in the making and I will receive it, um, I guess, next week. And, but I already know the, the important bits and pieces and I'm already working on um, fixing things. And as soon as I've fixed the stuff, um, they will check the fixes and then um, the audit has like concluded and we've, I think, ended up in a way better place than we've been before. So um, I, I'd say the audit was a really uh, high, high success in us achieving um, a way better quality and a better, um, better security for our users. Yeah, that was really nice to hear from me as well. Okay, so so next week we you will get the report, mm -hmm. and from from the current uh, or from the audit so far, were there critical components or critical errors? Well, um, let me check real quick from what I've got here. Um, I mean, even if it 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 is if it is the case. It's there, it's there like was, it valid it validates that we need an audit from true expert or like from a different pair of eyes from experts. So there there was one really critical thing um, that was um, well mostly very stupid um, error by me um, where yeah. where I had all the early codes to do a check on something. And I just forgot to call the function. And there even was a fix me comment where the function should have been called. And I just okay. forgot to replace it. <laughs> that, that was a bit embarrassing, but um, <laughs> you, you found that. So that, that was really good. <laughs> and there, you're all human. There, there were other um, medium and high issues that I'm working out now on, on remediating. And so, there's, it was really good to, to go through the audit, definitely. 
So yeah, it kind of proves the point that it's always good to having a second pair of eyes. Yeah, or, yeah. or, or a third. A, or, a fourth or a third, yeah. <laughs> where, where true experts uh, who specialize on audits and pen, pen testing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they go through stuff. And there was actually somebody on Reddit who, who told us, like, why should I pay for you if you're unaudited and unverified and all that stuff? And I get that. Uh, I know why he's thinking that way. And I I myself would be, I'm more confident in software that has been audited than yeah. software, which has not been. Of course. So, that, yeah. that, that's what audits are for. Exactly. So we're taking that route and I doubt it will be the last one over the years and projects. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hope to continue our, our like, um, going to partnership with Figure 3 to have them regularly uh, check on our important bits and pieces. Yeah, that would be really cool. So yeah, I think that's a wrap for today. Yeah, thanks Um, for for listening. Definitely. So is the report something public then? Um, We we do plan on releasing it. Um, We'll have to check the details when we receive it. Yeah, and I guess we will also like uh, uh, refer all the fixes. So, like, if the report says this is, or if if you hand in the fixes, do they then in the report themselves say this has already been mitigated? Um, I do hope so, and we hope so that this is the case. Um, depending on on how how easy the report is to read. For um, especially non-techies, um, there might or might not be a blog post accompanying the the release of the audit report, so to to make everyone um, understand what, what happened here and why this is important and all stuff. Yeah, definitely. We'll see as it comes. <laughs> yeah. But thanks a lot for sharing for talking. And thanks everybody for listening. So yeah, you can check us out on Reddit as always. And the Kickstarter will launch soon. And yeah, then we will see all of us in action in front of the camera. (laughs) So yeah, have a good one. Okay, see ya.